Welcome to the Real Talk Real Walk podcast with Sean and Rayshawn. It's where the counselor talking in the office meets the influencer walking it out on the streets. And we bridge the gap between the wisdom of the past and the need to practically walk it out in the present. It is the place where Generation X meets Generation Y. We do this by helping you uncover the limiting beliefs that have kept you stuck and then helping you discover what better looks like for you and equipping you with the tools to create it. Get ready to break the chains that bind you and live the life that inspires you because Real Talk, Real Walk with Sean and Rashawn starts now. How you doing, my brother? Man, it's going really good. How are you this morning? Man, I think the more podcasts we do, the more excited we get. Every single time. Can't you guys tell that are listening in? We're excited that you're here. It's also not 6 a.m. or 5 a.m. anymore, right? So no. Maybe we're waking up, too. A little bit. I didn't get my coffee yet. You didn't get your coffee. But we did a little prayer, though. We did a little prayer, dude. Yeah, that's good. It's always good to pray. Ooh, every time. You know, I'm excited about our topic today. It's how to overcome anxiety, the secret to a life well lived. Yes. It reminds me of a story. I was at this place called Carlton Landing. Carlton Landing. It's in Aurora by Eufaula Lake, Oklahoma. And it looks like seaside in in Florida. It's amazing. These beach houses, like wood planked walkways, a little, I mean, it was just amazing little culture. It's unbelievable, really. And we're at this (laughs) hillbilly-like water park called the Wibbit. Mm. Wibbit. And it's this ultimate ninja warrior course on the water with rafts and big things you jump walls you scale you climb wow you sounds like on. fun to me it was a lot of fun you had to actually swim out into the lake to get on it ah and getting on it was even a challenge so i remember being out there and then all of a sudden everything got quiet and i'm looking around and i'm saying what in the world is going on crickets and i looked and this guy was in the water it looked like he was struggling and so I ran as fast as I could, and uh, me and this guy, we ran from different places. We ran into each other. Like head on? Yeah. Well, oh, man. I kind of did a move because he's probably twice my size, and he fell out. You <laughs> did an did, Emmett Smith? I did a little bit of <laughs> Emmett Smith. He's a Florida Gator. I did it. I did a little Emmett Got Smith it. going. Nice. And he, he slid out, and I slid by him, and uh, means he fell down into the water. <laughs> wow. And then I, I ran, and I dove in. And not even thinking, help this guy get up onto the platform so that he could breathe. And, you know, they're going through what was going on. Well, this guy almost drowned. And you know why he drowned? Almost drowned? Why did he almost drown, Sean? He had an anxiety attack on the middle oh, of this Oh, man. Thing. An anxiety attack in the water is a bad thing. Wow. I mean, he couldn't breathe. He thought he was dying. He was in and out, in and out. And so I just think anxiety is such a pervasive issue in our yeah, culture today. Yeah, such a big thing. That's so a, much pressure. Very, very uh, humbling story, but it's the reality for many of us. And I can only imagine, imagine what you felt at that time. Better yet, what he felt at that time. Yeah, they had to get uh, kayaks and canoes out there to come pick him up. And he was a big guy. He's probably about 250. 250. 250. That's a big boy. Yeah, and, you know, I just want to think, how many of you guys listening today, how many of you struggle with anxiety? How many of you, how many of you would say that anxiety is a big issue for you, that you struggle to overcome anxiety in your life? Because I know on Real Talk, Real Walk, our goal is to give you practical tools to deal with the real issues that you guys face. And I know that anxiety is something that almost all of my clients that come into the counseling office struggle with at some level. Some are great. Some are small. Yeah. It's actually really rare that I see somebody that anxiety does not have some 
part to play in why they came to my office. It's really good. Whether it's through obsessive compulsive disorder, marriage issues, parenting struggles, yeah. depression, fear of failure, overwhelmed anxiety, you know, overwhelmed with their job stress. Anxiety plays a role. You know, I remember growing up, this was never talked about in my church. Mm. I don't remember one time anybody ever talking about anxiety or how to deal with fears, how to deal with emotions ever. I don't, I remember yeah. the Bible and I, and I just think some of the people that I was raised around or had conversations with, you know, you'd say, well, you just struggle with anxiety. No, I don't struggle with anxiety. I'm a Christian. Don't you know in first John what it says? That perfect love drives out fear. The one True. who fears is not made perfect in love. I don't yeah. have anxiety because I'm a Christian. Wow. I think that's a really dangerous place to live. Yeah. Because, you know, the statistics say one out of five people have a severe, severe issue with anxiety. Mm. And I would one say, out of five. Wow. One out of five. And I would say that might be a diagnosable, borderline diagnosable issue, one out of five people. Now... That's not even counting the people like us that have anxiety situations or that have seasons where we're feeling more anxious because of our kids, because yeah. of our job, because of our marriage or our health. And one out of five, think about that. One out of five, one of the research studies I read said they could be diagnosed with an anxiety disorder at some level. Mm. And I would say that's true in my office. I could see that if people were honest with what they think about, how they feel, and how they act that anxiety out of their life yeah so many parents parent out of anxiety so would you say sean the root of anxiety is basically being rooted in how you feel you know that makes you incapable of you know you know walking through a new challenge or walking through a new season i think there's a multi-level issues that create anxiety Mm. it starts with our the way we think about life the way we process information because if i don't if I'm living in a place with God where I'm at peace with who I am in Him and I'm good and I'm confident and I really, that, that that's a belief system that I hold Yeah. and I'm not looking to please others. I'm not looking to make riches. I'm not looking to make this world my forever home by the way. Yeah, it's well, crazy. Then if, I, if I had those thoughts, well, then I'm going to be a person that lives more at peace. But if I'm a, a typical person, a typical Christian, yeah, I think if you guys... By a show of hands, how many of you struggle with anxiety or fear or worry a lot about what people think, about your money situation, about your relationships? Just raise your hands. Now, social media, we can literally do this. They can, like, put all these hands yeah. on the screen, so right? So we expect to see a ton of emojis, by the way. A ton way. of a ton emojis of them. right now. Because, woo, if you haven't struggled with anxiety, you may be holding back. Same thing too, right? Uh-huh. You put the emojis on YouTube. Exactly. So if this is a normal crowd, that means about... 85% of you, if you're being honest, would likely have your hand up. Yeah. About 85%. 85%. I yeah. Would say, yeah. And we all struggle with it at some level. So good. And Jesus, Jesus spoke about this. He knew all about the causes of anxiety. Anxiety over one's basic needs for life was a huge problem that uh, he taught his disciples when he said, therefore I say to you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat, what you will drink, what you will wear. For the pagans were about these things, you know, and like he was basically having us reposture to him, who he is. In him, there is no anxiety. There's peace available to each Amen. and every one of us. That's so good. Yeah. Because, and, and if you think about it, those of you that raise your hands, I want you to ask. I'm going to ask you another question. How many of you know that God loves you? Mm. So wait, wait. So you're telling me that First John four eighteen says, 
perfect love drives out fear. Wow. But yet, those of us that believe God loves us can still have anxiety. So this is meant to be freeing for so many of you listening that have grown up in the church or are Christians. Because this is part of the life experience we have on this earth is to find ways in God. Wow. To discover the treasures of how to handle this life. And you've got to do that. It says, the Lord hides the treasures, but is the glory of kings to search it out. Oh, wow. That's and so good. I think if you have the expectation that it's going to be a process and a journey to address the issue of anxiety, then you'll be a lot more successful and being gracious to yourself and actually making decisions that can have a long-term benefit in your life. Wow. So the joy for the journey is predicated on how we how we give give that anxiety, our worries, our cares away to God and trust him. And how we think about it. You know, the mind is a so good. The yeah. mind is where the battle is won and lost and the body executes what the mind conceives. Mm. So the body executes what the mind conceives. And if you think about it, there is a whole industry called the pharmaceutical industry mm. that is a, is a multi-trillion-multi-trillion. And what they do is they have a goal of getting a drug for every emotion that you experience that is negative. So they can, instead of dealing with co- creating coping skills that actually help you deal with the root issue, so you don't need a drug, their goal is to give you a drug immediately to compensate for it. Now, what we know about medication is most of them don't last. Exactly. You have something that you've been on for two years, three years, five years. There's a great chance your body will acclimate to it at some yeah. level. And then it won't work anymore. Or, yeah. and, or the side effects become so severe that it becomes greater than the power of what it does. That's wow. So regardless, uh, you know, we start off in that dark place and then we look for the escape, which is the drugs, the medicine, but it snaps us right back to where we were, which is that dark place. You know, that anxiety, that fear, that depression. That's why people vape. That's why people smoke. That's why people drink. That's why people get hobbies and they get obsessive about it. That's why people are workaholics. That's why people don't want any free time Mm. to let their mind think. That's why people listen to stuff in the shower. That's like when they first get up, they do social media. That's so there's no space in your life to actually think about your life. Yeah. Issues, the things that God wants to set you free from. True. If you narcotize them through some kind of a drug, through alcohol, through pornography, through too many relationships that are unhealthy. Yeah. Any median, even serving in church nonstop. That's you can. That's an escape for a lot of people. Can be an escape from dealing with the anxiety. Well, then the devil. Look, he doesn't care where you go as long as it's not to God. Wow. He doesn't care. It's good. You have your Bible and you're reading as long as you're just doing it for a thing to do instead of a person to know. Wow. So you're reading your Bible to check it off a list to say you did it to reduce anxiety instead of to get to know God. He doesn't care what you do as long as it's not pursuing God. Wow. And Jesus referred to anxiety in an interesting way. He said um, in Matthew chapter 13, verse 22, uh, the cares of this world, he said they choke the word so that the person becomes unfruitful. You know, that many of us are probably aren't bearing the fruits because we haven't allowed God to bear our burdens, you know, by going to him, you know. And it's a daily consistent thing. We'll never, this side of heaven, get to a place where we stop pursuing the Lord, where we where we don't have the decision to make to face the anxiety. Wow. You know, I remember I was on this rock climbing experience with my son and we start out and the guy says, listen, this carabiner here, this thing is so strong, it can hold an entire bus full of men. Uh, you see this rope? <laughs> this rope could pull the space <laughs> shuttle 
out of an ocean. Wow. This, and he starts going through all these things. Do you believe me? Do you see it? And we're like, yes, yes, yes. And we go through all these different things about, and if this falls, I've never lost a person on this climb. I've never. And he goes through all the different things that have happened. And, you know, my son and I are listening. Yeah, we've been rock climbing before. And so it's not a big deal. We've yeah. Heard. So people say these kind of things. You know, the equipment works. Got it. Well, it just so happens this was the highest wall we've ever scaled. Highest wall we've ever scaled. And so we get there and we do it. And we do a few little ones. We're good. And we get to the big one. Ah! Wow. It's so scary. And we're up there. And I think in my mind, I think in my mind, I could die. But at least my son will know I'm brave. Yeah. Now that's really that, cool. Now he might not know I'm intelligent. <laughs> but he'll know I'm brave. No, I had a, I had the harness on. I had everything on. But I remember on the ground, not in adversity. I didn't have any anxiety. Mm. And the guy was talking about how safe it was, how great it was, how my resources were tried and true. How he's a guy that's never lost anybody, which is great, right? Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to go with the guy that's lost a lot of people. I lose about. I haven't lost anybody this year, and it's January. Yeah. Wow. And, and I'm up there in the adversity. I'm having to make decisions. Do I trust the harness? Do I trust the carabiner around me? Wow. Come on. And I think it's so often we get in these situations with God when we're in Sunday mornings or a Wednesday night or whenever your community group meets. And you talk about God and you have these nice conversations about how he's faithful, how Peter screwed up because he rejected Jesus. And betrayed him for a while wow that's so true then we look at our own lives i'm just saying it's real yeah we have a struggle every day or do we appropriate the power of god through biblical principles and scripture by the way that we choose to think by the thoughts that we allow to stay in our head by the way we live our lives Mm, that's really good really good sean um i think about this too sean because i live in a you know place now where i'm straight social media for a lot of my work a lot of the time i spend connecting with other influencers and just podcasts you know we're doing a ton of stuff online now here's the thing we have like i go to a youth camp a camp yesterday they actually had to take away kids cell phones you know and i thought it was an awesome thing to do you know so they can be present so they can you know really seek god's heart but a lot of the things that i really gathered from this week is that a lot of kids were you know upset that they couldn't connect with other friends that weren't there and they wanted their phone to call their parents there was a ton of things going on but like as i do research on some of these things i find out that doctors came up with a a work called ringxiety you know where Mm, the fear of missing out and uh, different things like that people get to a stoplight for instance you may be driving your car right now you may have your phone right in your hand you know the reality is watching us what yeah (laughs) many of us feel like um, that's a big part of our anxiety, like missing out. Can you speak yeah, into some it. of that? Well, it's trying to keep up. So I think that so many of us have this idea of what life should look like. And we believe the lies that if we're not engaged in every opportunity that we are missing out, that our life is somehow less than ideal. Yeah. But the reality is we, we have more information available to us in a day than our grandparents had in a lifetime. Wow. And so I true. think it's not the information it's not the thousands or hundreds of connections that are going to bring you life. Mm. It's the one first with God. 
Wow. And it's the other ones that he calls you to. So if you have that one connect- connection with God that's real, that's true, that's tried. Well, then just like me, myself, when I'm up there in the air, it's a different experience climbing that rock. When I was on the ground, the guy's like, this carabiner can hold a bus. This, this rope could pull uh, uh, the space shuttle out of the ocean. He's going over. That harness, the harness is so snug. You can, it's yeah, impossible to slip yeah. out of it. And I'm like, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. I know, I know. Uh, and by the way, I know, I know. True, true. And I'm not being saying that I was prideful, but I've heard this speech so many times yeah. in so many different ways. But when I was on the top, my actions betrayed my beliefs. Because wow. I had a moment where I froze. Wow. I had a moment where I froze, and I looked down, and there's my son way down there. Yeah. But my actions betrayed my beliefs. Do I really believe what is safe on the ground will be safe in the air yeah. when I'm scaling the wall. And that's like the mountain that God calls us all to climb towards True. him. It's the mountain like that Moses climbed Mount Sinai. Yeah. And, and it's the calling to live out this life, trusting him, even when we're scared, even when we're afraid. That's really good. The shortest step in your life can be the biggest step with God. And and this is the core thing. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things should be added on to you. But seek God. Seek him and like he's with you through all that. That's really good, Sean. And you know, sometimes you can't take a step. You've got to take a leap. Nobody takes a step across the Grand Canyon and makes Mm. makes it out to survive. Some situations, my brother, you simply must take the leap of faith. Yeah, take the leap. Walk by faith and not by sight. Not by sight. Even if it's high in the air like you, brother. Well, brother, (laughs) we are on our time going to wrap this one up because we're going to do a part two, probably part three, part four. Yeah. There's so much content. But we wanted to engage you first to just help you appreciate that as Christians, you can feel anxiety and you can love God. Mm, at the same time. The real life that we live, the real talk that we have, the real walk that we get to enjoy, real talk, real walk. Yeah. Is, is filled with temptations to be anxious. Is filled with real problems that God will make a way for you to sequentially start stepping out of. That's good. And you may not have step five available. You may just have the next step. The next step. That's really good. And so, guys, I encourage you to identify the areas of your life that you feel like you're struggling with anxiety in. And we're going to go to the second podcast on this issue. We're going to jump more in and we're going to get some strategies as we go through it. God. But there's so good. much value. Sometimes people go so quickly to the strategies, which I'm very, <laughs> very guilty of this often. Yeah. Myself. That we miss out on the connection point that we're real people and that we do struggle. And it's, and it, and it's part of the process that God understands our frailty as humans. True. And he loves us. And it's not the overwhelming information that's going to change your life. It's a little bit of information that God breathed his life upon yeah. that you actually apply to your life and live out as wow. your destiny. So true. So true, Sean. Ooh, the more we trust in God, the more we can rely on him. Amen. And you know, if you guys say, this is great, but I need more. We have a counseling practice called New Vision Counseling that's and it. Consulting. And we have a team of Biblical counselors that marry biblical truths with cutting-edge counseling techniques that would love to join you in your story. And if you want to connect with one of them, go to newvisioncounseling.live, newvisioncounseling.org. 
Or live, live, See this? not org. We live. say this every week. <laughs> live, dot live. You know, I knew live. You know, <laughs> where's the coffee? True, yeah, there we go. And guys, if you have not yet, it would mean the world to us if you could go rate us on iTunes. And we have social media, we have YouTube, we have all these platforms that Rashawn is engaging in. Yeah. But it really helps get the word out that you do not have to stay the same, that God is a way forward, taking biblical principles and applying through practical strategies. Yes. Real Walk, Real Talk Podcast. Podcast, where the influencer meets the counselor. Influencer on the street meets the counselor counselor in the office. office. (laughs) Awesome. Amazing week. And we'll talk to you again really soon. God bless.